So I was thinking, Dwayne, how you feeling? You were sick last time, and uh, I ended up doing a solo show, and then last week we kind of uh, everything fell apart because you um, you were in Italy uh, working on a coronavirus. Uh, so you're now back uh, in London, and uh, how are things going today? Um, I am still in a. I'm all. I'm fully gaining my PPE and um, fending off the coronavirus it seems yes i don't need to hear about your ppe i just uh, thank you very much (laughs) well i thought i'd bring it into the conversation (laughs) well thank you i appreciate that hey uh, welcome yes hey welcome to uh, binge kill chill it's your uh weekly dose into what is sexy on netflix hbo max disney plus a blah 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 a bling 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 there you go. It's your good friend. It's your pal. It's your compadre. It's TC, everybody. Joining me, as always, is the uh, senior streaming analyst from over at snipdaily.com. It's Mr. Uh, Dwayne Beckett. We love to call him Swaggy D on the show. Swaggy D and TC getting it on and banging a gong, just like T-Rex and Mark Bolin back in the day, baby. I think I'm dating us. Uh, not literally, yeah. but figuratively or literally. Wait, I, I don't know. Emotionally. <laughs> Emotionally. Okay. Emotions in motion, baby. Rick Ocasek song from the 80s. Very good song. Very underrated. All right. So what are we talking about on this show today? Well, Dwayne's going to give us reviews of The Five Bloods, which is a Spike Lee movie on uh, Netflix. Also, uh, Jeffrey Epstein's documentary, The Filthy Rich. It's called The Last Days of American Crime, which is a movie or is it a a series? Okay. Got it. And then finally, uh, I might give a review on Succession, the HBO Max. I'm just going to call it HBO Max. The HBO Max show that uh, I've made it through, was able to binge it over the last couple of weeks. And then we've got a little preview of uh, a couple of new shows coming to Netflix. And let's start there today. There's a show called The Warrior Nun. Uh, Tell me about it and why I should be excited about it, because clearly you are excited about it, yes? I'm I'm not I wouldn't say I'm excited about it, but it's one of the big things coming to Netflix in July. Um it, it's it's a series, it hits July the second, so we don't have long to wait. Um it's literally it's like people, science versus religion. Um this woman who awakes from this coma is given superpowers with this halo and she's effectively fighting off the um, fighting off clans of science there's werewolves I believe there's vampires in it um, the guy who wrote the screenplay for Wesley Snipes Art of War in the year 2000 wrote it I'm just throwing out some like old fact there um, he also did Bad Blood and Continue which which aren't bad shows those two aren't bad shows so I have moderate hopes for it but every time I get excited for something I'm kicked in the ghoulies so, <laughs> hey, speaking of the Ghoulies, I actually watched uh, Jen and I watched the Goonies the other night. Uh, I'd never Fantastic. seen that movie. What? No, I'd never seen the Goonies. So, you've, you've only just seen the Goonies. Please tell me you, you consider it a binge. Uh, I would say it's a chill. No, <laughs> it's got it's got like there's like there's a mini me in there, you know. Um, Little the little fat kid. That's me. Oh, okay. Chunk. That's chunk. Yeah, chunk. You're chunk. I forgot okay. his name. That, that's yep, that yep. same which I obviously I've, I've watched it about a thousand times and I forgot I forgot the kid's name. Okay. Um, nice. And then you've got Sloth, who's arguably the weirdest looking dude ever, but it's fantastic. Yes. The great movie. Yeah. And then and then afterwards we watched the Josh Gade Gad. I think it is the guy. Uh, 
He's um uh, he's a little snowman. I forget from uh, uh, Frozen. I forget what the character Olaf from Frozen. I think oh, that's who he is. Yeah, yeah he did a he did, he did, he's doing he's like been doing a couple of shows during the coronavirus lockdown. Um, uh, called I think Reunite Apart, and he reunited the entire cast of the the entire living cast of uh, the Goonies. So that was kind of cool. Uh, to see kind of Sean Astin and Joey Pants, Joe Pantaleone, uh, Robert Davey, who, uh, and obviously Ann Ramsey, the, the woman who was like the ringleader of the, of the stupid brothers. Um, she's obviously passed away and John Matuzak, uh, who's slosh, uh, sloth has passed away, but every, everybody else was back. The chicks, the guys, Corey Feldman, he, they've even brought in Richard Donner. Oh, wow. The, the director, they brought in Cindy Lauper, who did the song. They did, brought in Chris Columbus, who did Mrs. Doubtfire, among other stuff, and Home Alone. Uh, while he directed Home Alone, John Hughes wrote Home Alone. And then Senior Spelbergo even made an appearance. So it was it was, it was was pretty cool. It was only about uh, 25 minutes, but it's worth a watch on the YouTube if, you, if you're a big fan of uh, the Goonies, and clearly you are. The reason why... The reason why... I, 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 I thought it was a good movie. It was just it was it looked dated a little bit in some ways. Uh, and then I thought the audio mix was really bad uh, just because there was a lot of kids talking and I just thought the mix the mix made some of the dialogue hard to hear. I think that was just a. Uh, it, it, I don't know if they've you nitpicking there. You nitpicking. I, I know, but but I get that. <laughs> but if you can't hear the dialogue that well, it makes it difficult to know what's going on. As where Jen, That's who had true. seen the movie previously, knew what was going on, and etc. So I think that was my biggest complaint. Whoever mixed Where did the, you watch it? What did you watch it on? HBO. Uh, yeah, I think it was on H oh. HBO Max. Yeah, yeah, HBO Max. I've yeah. never had a, an issue with the dialogue of that movie. So. I don't you know, know. Maybe it was. Maybe, maybe, maybe it was something with that. Maybe it could have been stream so. or something. I, I, yeah, it's the bizarre. I've never had an issue with that movie. So getting back. So getting back to the Warrior Nun, really quick. Um, yeah. Is this uh, is this your typical Hollywood movie where religion bad and it's, science it's, good? It's a it's a, it's a show. It's like a season thing. Um, oh, okay. I would say it's more. Um, well, in 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 the trailer, let's go to the trailer religion wins or is winning so you know so I, I wouldn't say it's very hollywood because if it was hollywood it would be science would win right of course right so you know there's that but it doesn't look it looks cheesy after me it looks cheesy it looks like it's got production value but there's also cheesy uh, there's this one part in the trailer where they introduce a warrior sister which is just hilarious so it's like it's obviously a, a girl's doing it for themselves, but that's that's cool, you know. As long as it's an interesting show, um, and it looks. But on July the second, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna at least watch the first three episodes, and I'll I'll let you know if it's um, a binge killer chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I figure the way I look at science and religion is like, okay, science is right. Science is usually right in the short term but it's always wrong in the long term because we always find out oh we were wrong about that so as long as you have that understanding of science that usually in the long term science is wrong like if you were like okay well the earth is flat well no it's not okay uh this is gravity uh sir isaac newton style uh, well yeah, sort of yeah but then no x y and z etc 
that's the way I look at science. In the short term, yeah, usually right. But in the long term, especially with disease, as we, as we go through right now, we're going to know much more in five years than we know now. I mean, we're going to look back in five years thinking, oh, my God, why did we do that? We look, we look back three years, uh, three months, and say, oh, my God, why were we letting old people back into nursing homes when they were uh, basically uh, – a super yeah, spreader for yeah for, uh, for 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 disease unfortunately, and then the other the other yeah and then the other side is the religion side and I figure, what do I got to lose by believing in a religion of my choice? I mean it's not, it's not I mean I have nothing to lose right? It gives me hope, you know that there's more out there. You know I just uh, Jen and I just watched Defending Your Life, which I think is a, is a wonderful Albert Brooks. Uh, movie uh, that also has Rip Torn in it and Meryl Streep, and it's just a fantastic, fantastic movie about kind of the afterlife, and it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just fascinating. So, anyways, that's the way I look at uh, science and religion. I think they can coexist. Uh, it's like everybody, every everybody, uh, everybody seems to have this thing of uh, you know these days of um, well, it's either this or that. Well, no. Two things can be true at the same time, and two things can be wrong at the same time as well. So, but yeah, I guess well, life, life's very empty if you have no faith or hope. Exactly. Yep. You take those two things away, and you become very cynical. I, I should know because I am very cynical. Yeah. Well, you're a heathen, right? So <laughs> I am a heathen. Yeah. yeah. I, don't know, I believe. I believe in a god. I don't believe in religion if that makes sense well i mean believing in me as a god i don't think is probably a good idea but you know if you want to go ahead and do that i understand you know i don't even follow you on twitter (laughs) oh well hey speaking of that no no i'm just kidding don't follow me either uh hey tc on twitter no no just kidding don't 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 follow me i never tweet so and if i do tweet it's probably going to be something that'll piss you off because it'll probably be about uh, how great of a movie uh, Ferris Bueller is, and you probably disagree with that. So yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, what are you gonna do? All right, hey, when we get back in just one second, uh, let's talk about another uh, new show coming to Netflix called The Old Guard, and then we'll go over these uh, three featurettes on Netflix that you have watched in the last couple of days. Hey, if you're digging on the show and you want to do us a big favor, myself, Rockin' Dwayne, the Slow Lady Killer, also known as Swaggy D, you can subscribe to the big show on Stitcher. Yeah, baby. Subscribe on Stitcher or on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or even Spotify. And if you're really game, you can subscribe on that little device called A-L-E-X-A. I'm not going to say his, her name because they... I'm trying to think of any other the other pronouns that are going around, and I can't think of any, so never mind. Uh, you know, whatever. Uh, commandant, we'll say, as a pronoun. Uh, if commandant or warrior nun uh, decides <laughs> that uh, you want to subscribe uh, there, you can as well, or you can listen, actually, as well there. So, all right, The Old Guard on Netflix coming in July. Uh, what's, uh, what's that all about, really quick? Um, July 10th. It's Netflix's big blockbuster for the summer. It's a movie. It stars Charlie Theron, and it's based on a graphic novel about soldiers who have who are immortal. They can't die, and these like scientists and government are chasing them for the DNA. There you go. The only time that I hear graphic novel or comic book that interests me is never. Yeah. But that's the thing. If you think about it, all them doing, it, because them churning out so much content, is that them going to 
whatever resources they have available. And I think they've gone through all the books. They're just making everything. So the Mon graphic novels. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm dubious over this, but it is Netflix's big budget movie. Okay. Um, especially after Lock and Key, I'm, I'm still fuming over that. It's one of my favourite graphic novels, and they made it into a big ball of puke of a Netflix show. And so my hopes for this are very low, but like I say, they've thrown money at it and Charlie Theron's in it. Okay. She's just political, but she's still beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. She's uh Mr. F on Arrested Development. If, if memory serves correctly, Mr. F anyways, MRF actually, uh, but well, we won't go there. Okay. So, Let's talk about some of the shows. I know one of the shows that you were really interested in was The Last Days of American Crime. And that is a show or a TV series? It's a movie. It's a movie. A movie. Oh, it's okay. one hell of a long movie. I think it's about for two and a half hours. Uh-huh. While I was watching it, it fell for two and a half days. Um, it's average at best. It's a heist movie, effectively. And the American government have created this sonic ray that will stop people from committing crime. And these people are trying to get one last hoisting oh, before right, that happens. Yeah. Um, there is a bit of a twist. They, they try and do some twists in it. Um, they try and be edgy. None of it really works. At best, actually, no, I'm going to be brutal. It's a kill. I, it's not a good movie. Um, I, wouldn't, I, don't, I do not recommend watching it. Um, there are way better things you can do in two and a half hours with your life. <laughs> so don't waste it on this. Yeah, but, but yeah, but you'd have to be able to do it like 18 times. If uh, oh, oh, you weren't talking about that. So. <laughs> oh, no, I was. I was. It was, it was uh, 18 times. I'm impressed. <laughs> Well, you know, if I was, <laughs> if I was, you know, 17 again, then maybe, but yeah. yeah. So. All right. Uh, next up on the list is uh, the Jeffrey Epstein documentary, Filthy Rich. Yeah. Okay. So it's four episodes, about an hour, uh, just over an hour each. Um, but with all Netflix documentaries, they're, they're pretty good. You can't really find a bad Netflix documentary, you know, even the worst ones are watchable. What about uh, uh, what about episode eight of uh, of uh, Tiger King with Joe McHale? That's that was pretty you've, bad. You've, you've got, yeah, it's pretty bad, but you've got seven <laughs> episodes before you that might. Of that, course, know, they, they, they give it some value. You know, you, you watch it because you're hoping something's there. And you know, honestly, there were a couple of takeaways from from that episode. It's like I had no idea that idea that one person had their arm. His arm, their arm cut off, bit off by the tiger was, you know, transgender. I, I had no idea. The proper or, pronoun uh, is commandant. I, I, I don't know. Is, is commandant? Commandant? Yeah, yeah commandant. Com- commandant, yeah. Call them commandant. So, yeah. com- commandant. I don't know. Hit me with comments. I'm, I'm, I'm not bothered. I don't use social media enough to care. Um but yeah, so so there was still some value to that eighth episode, and even with this documentary, there's a lot of things that it, it is disappointing in some parts because it, it focuses on what's been reported a thousand times already. Mm. So it just literally puts out what we already know into this narrative. Um, there are a couple of nuggets. It's like this one woman who was actually bringing other girls for Jeffrey Epstein 
and we've been paid for that service considers herself a victim now I think she should be in jail personally she was bringing girls to, underage girls to have sex with Jeffrey Epstein um, how is she not complicit yeah and how have they not found that Giz, what's her name Gislaine Maxwell how have they not found her it's you know so so did he kill himself of course no oh no no he was murdered um, there's like 10 minutes at the end of the final episode where they say well this has already been reported so I'm not like there's no spoilers here um, his collarbone was broke in places that was just impossible if he had hung himself wow. so yeah it, well it's kind know, of convenient that a guy that ran a um, yeah a um, uh, basically a sex trafficking underage sex trafficking uh, the, the ended up dead but it, it, <laughs> it's still it's bleak but he wasn't alone in this and yeah yeah, it I just know. seems like if he was, it's it, for me, in my, my opinion, you know, the Me Too movement where they got Harvey Weinstein and they're just basically everything was blamed on him when there's a lot of people in Hollywood who do the exact same thing. And it was like, okay, we'll just pick on this one guy so we can hide the rest. Right. And that's what this Jeffrey Epstein thing felt like to me. Okay, we'll just blame Epstein and we'll try and sweep everything else under the rug. And, you know, same with Kevin Spacey, the amount of actors that use power to get laid is ridiculous. But use Kevin Spacey, and he's been like, hasn't he been proven innocent now or something? Spacey. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm not sure on that, but yeah, the, he, he might have been. I, I think uh, there was some news that came something. out on that. I have yeah, to, I'd have to find that out. Uh, but yeah, so, but yeah. Either way, it's like the, th the th it was like the threw a bunch of big names under the buzz just to take it away from the headlines just to, to save other people who would have been, who should have been roasted too. Right. So, so binge kill or chill, no pun intended here. I would say it's it's definitely a chill. Okay. If, it, it depends on how much you know about the um, the actual case. If you don't know much, it's, a, it's probably a, a binge. Okay. All right. Uh, in just a second, we'll finish up with The Five Bloods, the Spike Lee movie, and then also my comments on the HBO Max series, Succession. So you need some love in your life, and where do you want to go? Well, that's SnipDaily.com, everybody. Come on now. S-N-I-P, daily, dot com. That's where Dwayne does some uh, an occasional musing there. Uh, not so much recently, but maybe in the future again here. And uh, also you can find out some of the uh, new stuff coming out on all of the platforms, like HBO Max, Disney, blah, 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 the best 4K streaming movies every month, blah, 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 blah. Hey, and you know, we just need to do a better job of updating that. But uh, yeah, you know, sometimes life gets in the way and coronavirus smacks you in the ass and says, come on to my room and play with me. And I say, wait, I'm overage. And then Jeffrey Epstein leaves on his plane with all of his minions. So there you go. <laughs> all of his uh, uh, politically powerful minions and minions. millionaires and yeah, the the pedo company. So anyways, so there you go. Uh, there you go. That's about it. Uh, let's, uh, let's talk about, uh, the five bloods, the Spike Lee movie that, uh, set, uh, all about, uh, kind of Vietnam. Um, why don't you just come out of the, come out of the gates here loaded for bear. Cause I, I, I've already gotten a preview of this and you didn't have, uh, too many kind things to say about this movie. Can I swear? Um, as long as it's not the old, uh, uh, oh, fudge. F bombs and C bombs and oh, everything because the, the movie is a train wreck. 
Is it? Yeah, it's it's awful. I was really excited for this. The trailer that came out before, I was really, really stoked. I was thinking it's going to be a Vietnam movie. Um, there was going to be like flashbacks and, you know, the acting talent was, was really good, but the actual product is horrific. How anybody can give this, how can anybody watch it all the way through? The plot doesn't make any sense at all. And the jump about all over the place. It, it feels like it's trying to be a Tarantino movie, you know, cool and with, with some like catchy dialogue and um, cutting between scenes. It, but it's just awful. And they're trying to portray these people as good guys, but then they're trying to take stolen gold. And it's it, like I say, it's awful. And the editing is atrocious. Is it? Um, it, it goes between political commentary to awfully awful cinematography in a, like a Vietnam shooting scene they've got the old actors pretending to black in, in like the um, in the flashback scene so it just just looks like chaos oh, I don't really? know whether Spike Lee was trying to make a political movie and only had an hour's worth of footage and then he thought you know what I'll do I'll add some flashback scenes but he didn't have the budget to get cast younger actors at that point I don't know what happened, but it's a train wreck of a movie. And anybody that's saying it's really good, them off the them off the face on drugs. Maybe it was maybe, maybe virtue it was, signaling. Maybe it was a directorial decision to cast the old men as young men in kind of a, kind of a different presenting in a different way, like you'd normally obviously go with like younger actors, or in Marty Scorsese's case, de-age the actors. Uh, maybe it was an maybe it was a direct a directorial decision to uh, kind of kind of like from remember their time there from that uh, moment. Is, is, would that change your That's, mind if that was well, why okay, he did even that? If, even if you put that argument down and you believe that argument, okay, the rest of it is just a train wreck. Okay, okay, good enough. Good it, enough it, yeah. even, even if you say that part was meant, it was deliberate, and that's the reasoning behind it. Right, right. It, it, when you watch it in its entirety, it just, it's awful. It doesn't know what it wants to be. It doesn't know what it wants to be at all. Um, and and because of it, it's nothing. It just ends up being nothing. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, so, that's too bad. Yeah. So, um... I, I was really excited for it. I was, I was very disappointed. I, I actually sat there and hoped it would get better and better but around the 40 50 minute mark i just thought this this is this is, this is not going to improve i watched it all but i just knew because in my notes after about 40 minutes i stopped taking them and i just wrote this this is this is trash and that was it wow. that was the last note i took and that was about 40 something minutes in maybe 50 minutes yeah that's uh well, that's disappointing. disappointing that yeah. sucks yeah. um it's got a couple of actors I really like in it too. It's got uh, it's got uh, Delroy Lindo, and it's exactly. got Clark Peters. Clark Peters, of course, was um, uh, Detector Lester Freeman on The Wire, and obviously one of my favorite shows of all time is The Wire. So, well, that's Cassidy's that's fantastic. So, I'm guessing it's uh, pretty easily a uh, kill in that case. Then, oh yeah, definitely. All right. Oh, oh, this is the thing: people should watch it just to just to see how bad it is. So you know, yeah, I, I'm not gonna watch. I got enough. There's enough no, just, programming just, out just there. Just watch the watch the first fifteen minutes, and you'll just think this is awful. 
And who was it? I watched the first uh, 15 minutes of, uh, what was it, that Mark Wahlberg movie that came out on Netflix? And that was kind of not good either. That confidential thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget what it was called, but yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. It was that was a very average movie. Yeah. Anyways, all right. Uh, so last up on the agenda today is a uh, TV show on HBO Max called Succession. That's been out now for a couple of years. I just actually went through it. I love a good business kind of movie. Say Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, Wall Street, The Wolf of Wall Street. So I I, I kind of enjoyed this. I was a little nervous and apprehensive that. Uh, Adam McKay and Will Ferrell were actually executive producers of this because I know that they are very outspoken politically. And um, But in the end, I, I, it seems like they have hands off. The, the showrunner and executive producer is a guy named, I believe, Jesse Armstrong. And uh, he, does a, he does a really good job with it. I really enjoyed season one. Season two wasn't maybe as good in my opinion, but... At the end, uh, it did get good. It seems like the episodes that Jesse Armstrong writes are much stronger than the ones he doesn't in some ways. And I I, I like that it's even-handed. I still think I'm being led down a road with this show when it comes to politics because you can kind of maybe see things coming in the future, but basically it's like, imagine if Disney and, uh, and News Corp had a child, basically it's like fun parks, cruises, and, uh, you know, basically Fox news, basically. So if Disney, uh, Disney world, Disneyland, Disney cruises, and, and then, uh, Fox news had a child and this would be kind of the family and it's, uh, yeah, it's I, I was I I enjoyed it. I really liked Kieran Culkin. It he he's kind of the younger guy that uh, if you remember, there's like a almost like a pseudo hostage situation at the end of season two, and he's the guy that's kind of uh, over there, um, and I think it was in Turkey um, for that. So I don't know if you remember that part of the show. It, it's been it's been a while since I watched it. What I can remember from it is Brian Cox. Yeah, he's really good too. Yeah. yeah. He see, see, I think he's head and shoulders above everybody in that show, and he, he holds it all together, and he makes it fantastic. That's my opinion. My, my favorite part is that baseball scene, you know, when they offer that kid loads of money. Oh right, can, yep. That's why I, I think that scene's brilliant. Yeah, and cruel, but it's brilliant. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that, it's very dickish, but yeah, but it's it's also you kind of get to see how the extremely rich live exactly. and it, it's always it's interesting it's but then you also yeah. see how out of touch um kind of the extremely rich are not that other people aren't out of touch i'm not singling out the extremely rich but you can really see that so many people are uh, out of touch and it's, and it's there's that funny i guess kind of a funny scene where brian cox the the, the head of the family family uh is asking his uh family how much a milk a, a gallon of milk is and a lot of them don't know how much a gallon of milk is. So. Yeah. So anyways. But, but like, yeah. There's, there's a lot of beautiful little touches like that throughout the show. And, you know, I, I just, yeah. Yeah. I, Still, I, Brian, Cox, Brian Cox is a star for me on that one. Yeah, I'd, I'd definitely give it a binge. So if you uh, like business, uh, kind of business-related family drama shows that uh, that are even uh, keel when it comes to politics, I mean, there's there's as many shots at the left as there is at the right which is kind of refreshing in this day and age because they're both uh, two things once again can be true at the same time. Both of them can yeah. be the devil. So that's the way I look at it. So 
I'm on the I'm on the side of common sense, which I know most people aren't on. So I, I see there's three sides to the political coin, but yeah. Anyways, I digress. All right. So the best thing out of I guess today is uh, probably Succession and the Jeffrey Epstein documentary. Um, so, Definitely. Yeah. Anyway, so. All I right. would say Succession is better than the Epstein documentary. Yeah. yeah. So if you want to pick in one thing to watch, go go with Succession. And, and the one uh, show coming to Netflix in uh, July that really turns your nads, uh, which one? Is it The Old Guard or is it, uh, is it The uh, Warrior? I'm looking none? forward more to The Old Guard. Okay. Um, that, it's that warrior sister thing, that that line made me worry, made my gentleman parts took back up inside my stomach. Oh, my. So. little James Gum action there. So, mm. All right. <laughs> Very nice. All right, uh, that's it. Uh, let's wrap it up. Uh, big show in the book. This is the Binge Kill Chill podcast. If you uh, enjoyed the show and you want to subscribe, if you've come this far, why don't you come a little further? And wait, that sounded naughty. Uh, why don't you come a little further and uh, meet us in Saywantaneo? And you can cross the uh, border uh, at Fort, Fort Hancock, Texas, a la Red and Andy Dufresne from. Uh, from uh, what is it, the Shawshank uh, Redemption? So there you go for uh, Mr. Rock and Dwayne, the Sly Lady Killer. It's TC, everybody. I'll see you in the emergency room.